have to be accountable to yourself. There's accountability and there's responsibility. If you want others to be accountable to themselves, you have to be accountable to yourself. Accountability, then you have responsibility. When you're responsible to others, what you're hoping is that they become accountable to themselves while you are being responsible to them while you are being accountable to yourself. I'm getting worked up because that's the real essence. You have It starts with you. If you want to help others, you got to be responsible. Then hopefully they become accountable. Then hopefully you stay accountable. Then everything goes forward. Welcome to another episode of Worked Up, the podcast where you learn to navigate the workplace, business, and your career with a little more ease and a lot less angst so you can write your own success story. I'm your host, Jacqueline Beck executive and career coach and business strategist. And I am here today with Marcus Ogden. Hi, Marcus. How are you? I'm well, Jacqueline. How are you? I'm doing really well. I am thrilled and grateful and honored that you have agreed to join our podcast today. By way of background, Marcus does it all. He is an entrepreneur. He's a former NFL player. He's a keynote speaker. He's a coach. He's a consultant. He does everything. So Marcus, welcome to our podcast. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. (laughs) So you have a podcast and it's called Get Authentic with Marcus Ogden. I want to start right at the heart of the matter. (laughs) Why authenticity? That's a great question, Jacqueline. To me, authentic is about being who you are and showing up who you are no matter what. For example, I had a fight with my girlfriend today, right? And I learned something about myself authentically. I need to be better about not making assumptions. When we make assumptions, that's when things can go wrong. And so she's not having a great day. I'm not having a great day. And at the end of the day, right, I always do what I say I'm going to do no matter what. No matter what. And that to me is being authentic, right, Jack? It's showing up and being who you are and what you promise people you're going to do no matter what and how you are feeling. It's like that old adage, you can't assume because it makes an ass out of you and me, right? (laughs) Beautifully said, my young lady. (laughs) What an authentic response. Wait a minute. Boom. Wait a minute. Right back at me. But you know what, though? (laughs) I told my girlfriend, I said, look, you know, I made an assumption. I made an ass out of myself. And you know what? I mean, we've been talking for nine months. God, nine months now. So, I mean, mean, hopefully we will get by it, you know, because again, something bad but it's just you know it's hard i mean love is hard man i mean it's hard like love is hard because you know emotions and good and bad and this that and and that's authentic right knowing that about yourself so you know what this is who i am this is what i need to do and this is who i am this is who i'm going to be no matter what is around me well that resonates a lot with me because 
authenticity comes up all the time in what I do because I'm working with businesses and professionals and leaders about how to corral groups and teams, which is something you know a lot about, right? And one of those things is about being authentic. And what I've come to realize is the word authenticity means different things to different people. To me, it sounds similar to what you're saying, doing what you say and saying what you do and being a person of your word, right? Now, other people may interpret it differently. I, I want to dig into something you said, because what you said is, be me all the time, right? And obviously, on this podcast, we talk about business and work, where I always bang my drum that context is really important and appropriateness is really important, right? Because if you want someone else to hear you, you have to speak in a language that's willing to be heard. So how do you navigate that tension between being unapologetically, authentically you in a place where there is an element of you have to play by the rules a little bit? You know, what happens is, Jacqueline, be who you are, but at the same time, don't be offensive, right? So that is the caveat, right? I can say in jest, right, that, oh, man, the Steelers suck. They're horrible. Or this, that, or the Browns, I'm a, I'm a Ravens fan. Or the Bengals, they really, really, they just, they're horrible, right? But if I'm at an event, right, in Cincinnati, I'm not going to say that, right? Because that could be, exactly. that could be offensive yes. to people, right? Because that's their team, yeah. right? So, you know, learning how to say what you need to say is one thing. Learning how to say what you need to say all the time, in any way, in any surrounding, that is going too far. So just know how to be who you are, but don't take it overboard where you're offending somebody. I mean, for, for example, like, you know, one of my good clients, right, is uh, PNC Bank. It's a lot of PNC Bank in downtown Pittsburgh. I'm a former Raven player. Never once did I say something about Pittsburgh stinking up the joint in PNC Bank's headquarters, which is literally, you can see the Steelers Stadium right out their front window, right? Now you said it on a podcast. Right. Okay. That's okay. Let's go. I'm, not, I'm, not <laughs> I'm not in Pittsburgh now. So again, again exactly. right? Time and place, right? Exactly. Time and mm -hmm. place. And first of all, Battle of the Beltway. I grew up in DC. So Ravens fan. I grew up a DC football fan. And I remember a very funny game where we were playing the Steelers and I got into a little tiff with one of the Steelers fans, but that's a, that's a story for another time and place, but, Nobody's I, <laughs> yeah, but that's, but that gets to authenticity, right? And it, and it kind of comes back to this podcast too, because sports brings out the emotion in people, right? You're talking about how relationships are hard. That brings out the emotion in people. Relationships can be romantic. Relationships can be professional. And it's about trust, respect, and understanding. And that can be hard also, right? And so it's a matter of being able to integrate who you are and communicate in a way that not only demonstrates your values and your needs and your boundaries and your wants, but can move a relationship forward, right? And, and getting back to this idea of authenticity and context, I love that you said that, right? I'm so curious about your personal journey and what about it 
brought this focus on authenticity? So really and truly, after my NFL career, I got into construction, built this massive successful organization and business to eight figures a year, lost it all because I got into what I call the personality ethics, rage, wrath, jealousy, envy, lust, money, what I call external motivating factors. As a result of that, I got into a really bad position. I ended up losing everything that I owned in 2013. Moved to Raleigh after my home was foreclosed on in Baltimore, cars repossessed, business debt over $5.5 million, 177 credits on my docket. And when I got down here, I was working for Merrill Lynch, got fired, went to a construction company the next day after that, got fired again twice in the same week. I was fired five days after that job I got with the construction company. And I found my authentic self literally sitting there blaming other people because at the time, that's who I was. It was that person's fault, that person's fault. It was everybody's fault but Marcus Ogden. And I finally looked in the mirror after my rock bottom moment I got a job as a custodian. I tell people all the time, the custodial job was not rock bottom. It paid bills. It took care of things I need to take care of. It helped support my family. I did that. Rock bottom was where someone's trash and rotten meat and nasty garbage got over my body, my skin, and my clothes, Jacqueline. That was the moment I said, wow, if I don't change, I'll be here for the rest of my life. Just wow, this is just horrible, horrible. And so that was the moment I said, wow, if I'm going to get myself together, I've got to become a more authentic self of ownership. Realize that you made the mistake, Marcus, nobody else. And once I did that, life got better. Was it perfect? No. Did I struggle? You better believe it. I went through jobs. I did a lot of free jobs, all these things, two and a half years, not one paid job. Not one. Got my first paid job in April 2016 with Miller Mock College. And at the end of the day, it was ready to roll and go from there. And so I got coached. I got developed. I learned. I went through the process, all these type of things. And now, you know, here we are speaking, coaching, consulting, uh, four-time best-selling author, podcaster, brand ambassador, all those different things. And now at the end of the day, it's really about how you go to the next level and say, wow, this is who I am. But at the same time, I'm like, I know who I am, but I also know who I don't want to be. That Marcus that ended up having himself get into trouble financially because he ended up not taking care of his business and he became very self-centered, very egotistical, and very just all about what we call the external motivating factors. So what you're describing is a roller coaster of situations from highs to lows and back to highs. Along that roller coaster, I imagine there's a roller coaster of emotions, right? And you described a situation where you got, haha, worked up, where you are blaming everyone outside of you and not yourself. What you've done is pull yourself up by the bootstraps and attain this huge level of success. So how do you shift your mindset to do that? <laughs> what I tell myself is, is that mindset is the most important tool in your toolbox. And 
what I realized more than ever today is that your mindset can push you through anything as long as you are willing to allow it to do so. Like I said earlier, got in a fight with my girlfriend, not the best day, but my mindset is, you know what? You're doing this podcast. You have a one, th- you have another call after this. You have an appointment at two. You got this. You got this. You got to take care of your business, right? You have to. As an entrepreneur, you have to take care of your business. So again, mindset is what I always use no matter how I feel, right? If I have a good day, bad day, it doesn't matter. My mindset is always focused on what's the task at hand, what's on your schedule. And at the end of the day, when that schedule is clear and empty, I know it was a good day. Right, that's it all the time. If you're having, a, like I said, I mean, I got divorced. Well, I started the divorce process July of last year. Caught some things happening in July 19th of last year on July 19th. Excuse me, July 26th. I filed for divorce. I had to stay in the house until November 15th. Moved out into an apartment, and I literally went through some of the most difficult, dark, horrific days. I was worked up. Every way negative you can think of, self-doubt, imposter syndrome, why me, how me, how did I get here, why is this happening? I was in a two-bedroom apartment with stuff that was outdated, like Freddy Krueger was about to pop out the refrigerator. I mean, it was absolutely horrible, <laughs> horrible. But my mind. I don't mean to laugh at it, okay. but it's what a good. metaphor. It's all good. I can laugh now. Freddy Krueger. Right. right, exactly. Yeah. But then, so, but my mindset shifted in January and then it really, really got focused in January, on January 10th, where I said, if I want to buy this house, I'm going to have to do some things differently. So I visualized, vocalized, I voted, and I changed my vicinity. The four Bs create the fifth beam of victory. So again, if you're listening, if you're going through a hard time, you got to visualize you got to vocalize out or internally. You have to cast a positive vote every day. And if you don't like who you are around, for God's sakes, change who your friends are. Well, it sounds like the punchline is you just got to do something. And little tiny actions create a snowball effect and then ultimately get you up the mountain that you have to climb. And, you know, I, I talk about baby steps. How everyone says, oh, baby steps, baby steps, baby steps are easy. I have a two and a half year old. When he learned how to walk, blood, tears, bumps, bruises, they're not easy. They're just small, right? And what's amazing about your story is that you were able to take yourself out for a second and acknowledge you were in a mental place you didn't want to be. How do you think you found that inner strength? The inner strength came from my ability to say, you know what, Marcus? You put yourself here. Nobody else. And once I took full ownership of the issues, that's when life got better. You can't move through life if you don't own what you've done wrong. Right? I thought, go back to my girlfriend. I said, look, you know, I made the mistake. I assumed, yes, I did it. Oh, good, bad, or indifferent, I can't change it. I learned from it, but I did it, right? 
So if you want to get ahead in life, you have to own your stuff. Good, bad, or indifferent. If you don't own it, you can't fix it. You can't fix it. You can't move on. I love that. And so many business owners or team leaders come to me and ask about driving accountability and ownership on their teams. How do you think someone can do it? Because you were able to do it for yourself. How do you think you can do that for others? You know what? First things first, you have to be accountable to yourself. There's accountability and there's responsibility. If you want others to be accountable to themselves, you have to be accountable to yourself. Accountability, then you have responsibility. When you're responsible to others, what you're hoping is that they become accountable to themselves while you are being responsible to them while you are being accountable to yourself. I'm getting worked up because that's the real essence. You have It starts with you. If you want to help others, you got to be responsible. Then hopefully they become accountable. Then hopefully you stay accountable. Then everything goes forward, right? But if you're trying to help people become accountable on your team, but they don't think you're accountable to, to, to yourself or to the organization or to the cause, it ain't going to work. Well, and it sounds like that's the link right there to authenticity. We talked in the beginning about authenticity is doing what you say and saying what you do. And if you can't do that for yourself, how can you do that for other Impossible. people? Impossible. I mean, literally, I had a company. I literally just stayed in touch with them, not bothering, not being all aggressive, authentically just checking in. And the woman said, oh, Marcus, let's get on a call. And that was on Monday. We had a call today. As I was driving, bam, I took her payment to, to sponsor our podcast. Boom. Done. She said, Marcus, I love it. I, you, you're ready to go. You take my car. I got a receipt. Bam. She said, if more people moved like you, a lot more things would get done for people. Because they said, oh, well, I'll send you that over an email. Then what happens is then she gets busy and things happen, right? So at the end of the day, if you want to be authentic, if you want to be real, be in the moment. If you're not in the moment, you're going to probably miss something. I always say all roads seem to be, lead back to Buddhism. It's all about being present and conscious and just where you are in the moment there because you can't control the past or the future. The past is gone. That's why it's called the, the future is not here yet. Live in the gift. <laughs> so, so let's of the present. exactly. So, let's talk about the podcast for a second because you have found phenomenal nice. success nice. on your podcast. You're a top one percent podcaster. You've, you know, you have sponsorships galore. Um, you talk about this concept of fail forward. Can you talk a little bit about that and what that means? So, failing forward means really taking who you are and what you've gone through and paying it forward, right? Pay forward the hardships, the failures, the lessons learned. Don't be somebody that holds everything in and says, ah, I'm going to give it to myself. Yay. No, 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 no. Share. Ask questions. Be inquisitive. How did Oprah Winfrey, you know, I know she's going through some stuff, whatever, but how does she make her fortune? Asking the right questions, right? Why does Joe Rogan make so much money in podcasting? 
He asked the right questions, right? There are great people that do very well asking the right questions. So our podcast is all about authenticity, vulnerability, and great stories. You never know who's coming on. You never know who's the guest. You never know what's going to transpire. You never know. But that's the beauty of it, right? Like yesterday, we had come out, um, you know, her name, uh, Trish Kendall came out, who was uh, was abused by her own dad, which is this horrible to think about. So then we had another person come out, Victor Johnson, who's a business mogul, to uh, Mike Merrigan and Bo Court, who run businesses together down in uh, in the uh, uh, the Arizona area, They've been best friends since middle school, right? You never know. It could be business. It could be mindset. It could be sports space. It could be, you know, I'm interviewing uh, a couple of executives tomorrow from uh, Cash Money Records and some musicians. Uh, we just got set up to interview uh, a big producer from the Hallmark Network and his daughter, who's also in the Hallmark Network. Cool. You know, what's the rhyme or reason? They're all authentic. But isn't that a beautiful metaphor yes. for life? You never, you never know. know. You never know who you're going to meet. You never know what you're going to do. You know, one thing I really credit my mother with is she always told me, never be scared to go up to somebody. Never be scared to make an introduction. Never be scared to introduce yourself because you never never know. And I think that so many people look at you never know as, oh, no, all this stuff can go wrong. But what if we all just asked ourselves, what could go right what is the possibility, uh-huh. right? And so it all starts with having the ability to say, you know what? I don't know you. I don't know anything about you. Tell me about you, right? I mean, people ask me to go into a podcast. I'm going to say yes. That's how I got one of our biggest past clients, the Carson Group. One of my clients, I actually, he heard me on a podcast that I did back in 2018. It's actually in my car, which is funny enough. And then he reached out to the guy who was the host, Mike, saying, man, I'm looking for a coach. Would you hire Marcus? He said, absolutely, I would hire Marcus. Aaron hired me, and then he brought me into Carson Group, then brought me into Buckingham, then brought me into NAFA, right? And I've spoken for all those organizations, all of them. And, and it's all know. because I did a podcast that literally, boom. And again, that's it. You're making me, yeah. You're making me think of the metaphor of how a spark cause can cause a wildfire, right? It's almost like the butterfly effect, where it goes back to what we were talking about about those little actions can snowball into something that you just have no idea is even correct. And so it all starts with our ability, right, to say, you know what? I just want to know more about you, and I want to actually hear what you're saying and I hope you hear what I'm saying and then let's get in and let's try to make something happen together. All roads lead That's back right. to genuine and curiosity. be inquisitive, be patient and be humble. In the spirit of gen- uh, genuine curiosity, can I rapid fire some questions to you? Let's do it. So the first is what gets you worked up? People who don't follow through. Tell me more. If you tell me you're going to do something, do it. That gets me fired up in a bad way. Now, it gets me fired up in a good way is when you do what you say you're going to do. <laughs> it's the opposite. So you want to get me worked up in a good way, follow through. 
you don't you want to go for the bad way, don't follow through. What I love about what you just said is that it's basically the definition of authenticity that drives so much of your career and that we talked about earlier. And what I do tell people who come to me who say, I don't know what I like. I don't know what I'm passionate about. I don't know what my purpose is. I tell them, start with what gets you worked up because you care about that. Amen. So here's my next question. If someone is going through a really challenging time, they're riding the situational and emotional roller coaster of ups and downs, what is one thing they can do to make it easier for themselves? Always have gratitude. If you are going through an up and down phase, like when I was in that apartment, I was going through a really bad time. But I always tried to have gratitude that at least had a place to stay. And as I started to really kind of ride that wave, and then I made the, the mind shift in January to get myself out of there really, really aggressively, it just kept me grounded. Like, I still have gratitude today in my 3,100-square-foot house that I bought by myself. And I say that because at the end of the day, right, I was in a small, Jacqueline, seven, 800-square-foot, two-bedroom apartment. Barely could, like, could move. It, was just, it, it felt tight. Now, my house that I live in by myself, my daughter half the time, it's now about gratitude. I was grateful in the apartment. You know, I wasn't happy. I'm now grateful where I'm at, and now I'm also happy. So have gratitude in all that you do. It's funny. I lived in New York City for almost 15 years, so 700 square feet sounds very palatial and spacious to me uh, by those standards. But but to that point, everything is relative. How How can you practice gratitude? For someone who thinks that it's a very esoteric topic. Just say one thing you are grateful for having every day. One thing. That's it. A person, a place, a thing, a relationship, a friendship. One thing that you're grateful for every day. Start there and you will grow and move in that direction. All right. Next question. What's one thing someone can do to be more authentic right now? Acknowledge where you are and be real. Acknowledge where you are and own your stuff right now in this moment. If you're listening, if you like where you are, great. Keep doing what you're doing. If you don't like where you are, not great. Make the change. Love it. All right. Last question. And take this however you will. There's a million different ways to interpret it. It's a tough one. I see that smile. Okay, ready? What do you know now that you wish you knew back then? I know now how to communicate better with people, and I wish I would have known that earlier in my life. It would have saved me a lot of headache. What does good communication look like to you? When you make a mistake, say you're sorry. Don't look for an out. Don't look, wait for the other person. Don't wait for an excuse. If you did something wrong, I'm sorry. That's it. You know, like I told my girlfriend, I'm sorry. I didn't need her to say it back to me. Wasn't waiting for a two-way street. I just said, no, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. That's that. It'll take her time to accept it because I think she's now realizing how much she actually does love me and is in love with me that she can feel bad after the whole thing happened. I said, oh, welcome <laughs> to my side of the street. I felt so bad when you made me upset. 
right? right, like right. That, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, when you in love with somebody, they can make you feel bad. If I don't love you, I don't well, care if you think about me. <laughs> it's putting yourself in the other person's shoes and understanding right. where they're coming from. Correct. And so now so, I, she understands why I was mad. And now I didn't want to find out this way, but now she sees like, yeah, when you love somebody, really love somebody, they can piss you off. Well, again, I think a relationship is a relationship, whether it's personal, whether it's in the workplace. At the end of the day, people want to be seen, heard, and understood. And relationships are about trust, respect, and understanding. Boom. Amen. And we overcomplicate it because we are human and we overcomplicate things. And it is yeah. as simple as that. Because we always want to look for the next best thing. Yeah. Right? Comparison is the thief of joy, right? Got it. Yeah. You know, what's so clear to me from this conversation is the tie between being authentic and ownership and accountability for you. It's the, it's, if you're not owning your stuff, if you're not being real, you can't be authentic. It's not possible. You have it. Not possible. That's your punchline. That's the truth of the matter. Like I said, everybody, I was not perfect in my marriage. Again, communication, issues, struggles. I wish I could go back and get to that point, but I can't. All I can do is learn from it and move forward with it and not do it again. That's all I can Fail do. Fail forward. Fail forward. Well, Marcus, this is awesome. And I think so much of what you talk about is so not only relevant, but important frankly, because I think sometimes the way that authenticity and ownership and accountability and mindset and pulling yourself up by the bootstraps and taking charge and shifting from reactive to proactive, the way all of those things kind of work together sometimes can get lost in the noise. And I think you have a really beautiful way of clarifying how they all work together. So thank you so much for coming on today and for being a guest. It's it's so great to meet you. I appreciate you having me. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it, Jacqueline. Subscribe to Worked Up today on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your shows. And follow along on social media at Jacqueline Beck Consulting.